Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Off the Rails. I'm your host, Austin Train. Uh, joining me, as always, is my best friend, uh, podcaster, professional musician, and the assistant manager of Burning Man, Brian <laughs> Gower. We are uh, taped, as always, in front of a live studio audience here at Woodstock 99. Yeah. It's good to be here. Feeling good. Um <clears throat> so by the time this comes out, people already have been talking about it for a while. There was a, you know, they had like rain at Burning Man, and mm -hmm. I guess it kind of made it shitty. One of the, uh, one of uh, this guy whose podcast I listened to was on Twitter, and he was just, uh, he he basically made up a rumor that there was an Ebola outbreak. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the story started picking up traction, where it's like, I didn't even know that he had made the rumor and I heard it somewhere on Twitter and I was like talking to somebody about it. Uh-huh. Like, oh yeah, you heard there's an Ebola outbreak. <laughs> Wait, so <laughs> like what an idiot I am. <laughs> so it was he started a rumor and then it got yeah, know, he started it got around. He started on Twitter like just I'm getting reports. Uh I think once once the news of like it just being like rainy and like yeah. sludgy happened and like traffic, he just you just started like tw uh tweeting I'm getting reports that uh, Chris Rock and Diplo broke quarantine <laughs> and escaped <laughs> and brought Ebola just into the countryside. Yeah. Well, that was a thing. I mean, was it 2014, 15, something around that time? Like years ago, where it was like Ebola virus was going around. But it was like... Yeah, yeah Ebola was going around the office. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was in the news, at least. And then at my work, there was uh, parents with their kids, and one of them was crawling around on the ground. He's like, get off the floor. He says, no, don't crawl around the floor. You're going to get Ebola. That's how you get it. That's how you get it. Dirty floors. how you get it. That's why we put in carpet so you don't get Ebola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't walk around on the cement because you're going to get Ebola. <laughs> but... It's kind of funny how like fake rumors and stuff like that can just like fly around. They can snowball. Well, like the news doesn't want to be last to any story, yeah. so th they'll do this thing where they say like there are reports oh, okay. coming in, yeah. right? So then it makes it sound like okay, so we're not liable in case this story is bullshit, mm -hmm. but also we don't want to be like the last ones on the story because it makes us look bad. Yeah. So then they just like the reports are coming in. So, but but when you hear that, you go, oh, like that's what's happening. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like whenever they show a picture of somebody who's accused of something on the news, people typically just assume they're they're guilty. Yeah, because they're like just seeing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> guilty till proven innocent. That's right, that kind of thing. Yeah, what's happened to this country, Brian? <laughs> well, it was uh, <laughs> with uh, when the war Ukraine and Russia first popped off. Uh, like, fake news. Well, there was fake news. There's no such country. There was the ghost of Kiev. Do you remember that? Or what was Kiev? that? Uh, they they said like, oh, he's the one, like pilot, lone pilot, like shooting down all these Russian, you know. Well, that's aircraft. why that's why they're invading Ukraine is because there's ghosts. Dude, you can't yeah, have well, well, a he, country that's haunted right and, on and your everybody's border. Like, yeah, he's the fighter that we all do. It's like made up. It's a made up story about like some lone like you know airman who's flying around in a jet just like taking down these planes and it was a poorly uh, and he, he was uh Samuel uh hi it was it was Sam Hyde it was they photo like took 
a shitty Photoshop of Sam really? Hyde yeah. and just shoved him in the cockpit of a jet. So it's like, <laughs> he's he's the savior we all need. And it's like, it was it, it started off as a joke or was that like a well, Ukrainian Well, it was reposted and then CNN posted operation. it. Different reporters saying like, oh, this is what a harrowing tale. I'm like, of Samwell, I don't remember his name, but it was like, it's Sam Hyde <laughs> from, uh, was it, um, uh, he's a comedian, but he also is it million, million Dollar Extreme. But what Million Dollar Extreme What's was that? a show, uh, like a on I think Adult Swim. But yeah, anyways, <laughs> it was such a bad Photoshop. Like somebody probably made it on their phone. Like they're different pixels yeah, of yeah. the picture of him, and he's just like he's like the the jet's going this way, and he's like. <laughs> and they posted it on, on CNN. Well, I'm like, that's, that's such a stupid. That, that's also funny because it's just, uh, from what I understand, like, you don't really have that kind of shit like you did in World War One, where it's just like a lone ace. Yeah. Like flying around and shooting people down. It's mm-hmm. kind of more of a, like, uh, uh, ground, or it's like uh, air to ground bombing and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So you're not gonna get like just one yeah. like red baron <laughs> flying <one>. around <laughs> fucking everyone up. Yeah. And then the fact that like that made also, it. Also they can like lock onto you with missiles and shit. So it's like unless you have people unless you have like wingmen, you're just like mm-hmm. gonna get fucked up. No, I think there was like some news um like posting photos of like Ukraine's like, look at this. And I'm like, that's from a video game. That is a still from a video game. What, what, <laughs> it was like looking at all these fucked up. I think I think one of them was even a Star Wars game. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I would have thought like Fallout. Like you definitely maybe, well, take yeah, a yeah. screenshot of Fallout. Yeah. No. Like, look maybe. what they've done. Yeah. Look what they've done to Key <laughs> Ukraine. You just, like, you sh- <laughs> it's like you show like one of those blown up cities in Fallout. Yeah. And it's just like so bad. I'm like, you know, not to be like, don't trust the news, but it's also like. It's, like you don't said, trust they, the news. They, <laughs> reports are coming in, and we're just hey, it's like how they could be like, I never said that. <laughs> They're yeah. just gaslighting people. Yeah, we like, we said maybe it no. was going to be the apocalypse. <laughs> said, we said perhaps. <laughs> we didn't say for sure there was going to be the apocalypse. <laughs> reports are coming in that the four horsemen of the apocalypse have appeared on hmm. your doorstep. It's like no take backsies. You can't. Uh, that's why I don't know. That, that's I wish people would have. Somebody would have told me when I was a kid that like the future. It's not like oh computers. The future is lying. So if somebody <laughs> had got me encouraged me mm-hmm. to get into lying more yeah. as a kid, I could have been like the fucking. I could have been like the president of the CIA, dude. Yeah. <laughs> just like I could have been like the director at at MSNBC. Just yeah, just just lying about everything. You well, know, uh, I watched a movie. Mm-hmm. I watched a movie about uh, art forgery. Okay, because um, the guy the guy who spread the Ebola rumor like talked about it on his podcast after mm-hmm. um, you know the the thing blew up on Twitter. Yeah, but it was uh, it's this movie about f f for fake. And Orson Welles did it. Yeah, and uh, the whole movie is about a an art forger who like is you know reputedly like so good, no one can actually tell yeah. the difference between his picture and the other picture. And the guy who wrote a book about him, it turns out, did a hoax of his own. Yeah, 
he like made up a book. He made up a story about writing for reclusive billionaire Howard Hughes. Yeah, yeah. That like he met him and like Howard Hughes was like, I want you to write the story about my life. And then Howard Hughes said, actually, I've never met this guy before in my life. Mm-hmm. So it's like this weird, uh, the movie's like this weird thing of, of like a forgery of a forger, right? So like yeah, yeah. the guy who exposed the forger yeah. is himself a liar. And uh, I think art forgery is really cool. Mm-hmm. I think, because like, first off, art is, so things are valuable because they're like well done, right? Yeah. But if you can't distinguish, like, so a Rolex is super valuable mm-hmm. because of the craftsmanship. Yeah. People will like like look at a fake Rolex and look at an actual Rolex. This is how you can tell it's a fake is the way the uh, second hand moves. Like on an actual Rolex, it very it's, um, it's smooth, right? very smooth. And then a fake Rolex, it jumps. Okay, it kind of jumps like ahead. Yeah, but like with paintings, like if it looks the same, there's no utility. So there's no actual value besides what you perceive to be the value yeah. there, or like reproductions of. Prince, yeah, like, yeah. So it's like you don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, like at that point, I'm like, yeah, give me the fake painting. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. But I mean, also, and, it's and like, like, and they said like they have like experts, but the experts couldn't distinguish mm-hmm. who had if it was a real or a fake. Yeah. So it's like, why? What is your job then? <laughs> like, what do <laughs> yeah. you do? What yeah. is it exactly that you say you do here? Yeah, you need the uh, experts from uh, Pawn Stars. <laughs> I got a guy who can tell this is fake. Um, Do you know who Orson Welles is? You know who Orson Welles is, right? Uh, he's an author, right? Uh, no, he's a he's a, a filmmaker. He's All a right, director. I'm, I'm dumbass, huh? You're, thinking of eight, <laughs> you're probably thinking of... So there's three guys that always confused me growing up was Orson Welles, H.G. Yeah. Wells, and then George Orwell. Uh, I got all three of them mixed up when I was a kid, but... George Orwell. With Orson Welles and H.G. Wells, the weird thing is H.G. Wells wrote War of the Worlds. Yeah. And then Orson Welles did a radio version that was like so good that people thought oh, we were actually were, being we actually invaded. Be, yeah. Well, some people thought it was like aliens, and then some people, they didn't, you know, like they, they produced it like it was a news program. Yeah. So some people were like, oh, we're getting invaded. It was right before World War II. They're like, we're getting it invaded by the Germans. They just like you know, tuned in and yeah. heard like, oh, they're storming the Capitol or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, <clears throat> they're like, oh, no, this is was... January 6th all over again. <laughs> but like for the first time. <laughs> it didn't happen yet. What if uh, they, they just go tell. back in time and they just do a January 6th, but like in the 1800s? Yeah. <laughs> Where's Nancy? Yeah, it's I'm like. Just taking... yeah. Who's that? It's like, who? who, who there are no women here in the capital, good sir. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, uh. <laughs> but Orson Welles is funny because uh, he he'll narrate stuff. <laughs> just they're stuck in today's time, but they go back then, <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> Nancy's husband was a psyop. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody knows what they're talking about. Yeah, it'd be way easier to storm the capital in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. All they had were muskets, mm-hmm. so you just time it out right. <laughs> yeah. They're like all out of ammo, and you could just fucking. Mm-hmm. That's, that always surprised me. Why didn't more people like while out in the back past? Then, yeah, because now it's like you have drones and cameras and shit. And back mm-hmm. then, you could have just done whatever the fuck you wanted. Yeah, dude. they couldn't catch people for crying. Like you would just move to a different state, mm-hmm. 
And then you grow a mustache, and then they'd be like, yeah. oh, dude, whatever happened to that guy? <laughs> you mysterious man. A new identity. Yeah, very easily. But you're, you're talking about kind of like the art, like repros or, you know, fakes of art and, you know, lying. And it's got me thinking about, like, you know when you were a kid that people just, like, other kids just told, like, dumb, outrageous lies? Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that. Uh, and, and you, like, you have no way to, like, lie, you know, tell if they're fake or not. One kid said, like, oh, my brother's a really great, like, artist. He drew a $100 bill and, like, to the exactly, and he gave it to a cashier. They couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> and so he bought it with his drawn $100 bill. I'm like, I, I, I can't prove there's no that. Way, there's, there's no, no way that fucking way that happened. Well, how, like, old, how old were you when you heard this one? <laughs> probably we were, like, seven or eight. And it's just, like, it must or maybe a little bit older because it was a point I remember – um, I used to draw when I was a kid. I got to a point where it was, I got better at it. I, I'm not super realistic. It's more cartoons and stuff like that. And then somebody's like, oh, you think you're a great drawer? And some just dickhead kids like, my brother is way yeah. better than you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you're, you know, teenager brother, which back then, you know, somebody who was 14, I'm like, that's an adult. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. They seem so huge and like <laughs> so able to do things. But just as a kid, I'm like, I can't prove that's fake or anything. And you're just like, all right, I guess I said just take your story for face value. That's like, yeah, your brother drew a hundred dollar bill. You st- it, the funny thing is, is that like I remember people lying to me as a kid like that and just not really caring or like not knowing yeah. how to res- I remember I met this one kid at the uh, I went with my dad and my stepmom to the river. Mm-hmm. Like doing jet skis and stuff like that, and there was like some kid at one of those beaches, and he just started talking to me, and he had this like really elaborate story <laughs> of like falling in love, and then like they tried to take his girlfriend away because the parents didn't. Yeah, but she approve. goes to, she goes like, to so another basically school. Basically, you're just lying to me with the Romeo and Juliet story. <laughs> <laughs> You just like just you're like oh how was my summer vacation and you just describe Die Hard yeah <laughs> like word for word like, and then and then the terrorists took over the building and I was in my bare feet and I had to walk across glass <laughs> and I said yippee ki yay motherfucker I said yippee ki yay and then at the end it was all okay because I got back together with my estranged wife <laughs> <laughs> just lying. that's how I spent my summer vacation <laughs> yeah I did just like creating lies and just. <laughs> And just like, okay, I get, uh, people are going to believe this. And then it's like, but yeah. That's why I don't like it when anyone tells me anything about themselves. I immediately tune out. It's like, yeah. Because it could be something, because also they could just lie about something basic too. Mm-hmm. What if you're a pathological liar, but you just have the most monotonous, tedious lies? Yeah, you just make up a life that's not interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, But it's just different than yours. Your fantasy life still kind of sucks, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't see beat lying and stuff like that as like all too bad because it's like, you know, a lot of people, I'm sure you have friends on Facebook or Instagram or whatever that put like their whole life on display. Well, got nothing to hide, man. I'm like, you don't need to tell us everything that's going yeah, on. That's a, that's a thing. I used to kind of do that when I was younger and then I realized like, oh, everyone can see this. Yeah. And and it's like it doesn't actually make you feel better. Like you might think it makes you feel better. Yeah. I gotta like let this all out, but then it's like, all right, now 
no one needs to know that. You can just call up somebody and talk. You don't yeah. need to like put this out there as a billboard. Yeah. But like, oh, I'm sad. Or what's specifically going on in your life and trials and tribulations. It's like I think I I post a lot less on social media. I lurk yeah. all the time for sure. Hell just yeah. always love. Looking. Yeah, I'm always lurking, dude. I'm never like, posting. I, I like never I looked, post, always lurk. Yeah, I looked at you know like my Instagram. Like, oh, cool. It's like I have like two posts a year, <laughs> and then it's always the ones when you try and promote your like shows and stuff like that. Zero likes. Zero. <laughs> that fucking algorithm, dude. <laughs> no, I sort of got the algorithm like once to just destroy you <laughs> yeah and then like i post a picture of like my cat and i'm like my on my stories i'm like oh, oh it's cool a cat. i'm like oh shit 500 views on this story yeah, I'm like what the good, fuck the cat and i'm like it's not a, yeah people that is into looking at i think people have this need to look at their phones uh-huh. and then a lot of times your phone is going to show you might make you feel kind of negative like whether it's like oh look what everyone else is doing or mm-hmm. Oh my God, look at this shit happening in the world. So a lot of people, they, they feel this need to look at their phone. And then when they look at their phone, they're like, oh, I'm going to go to the most comforting things, which is just pets. Yeah. It's like pet stuff. Yeah. Pets. Like as soon as you pet, you post any pet stuff, it blows up. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really on my personal Instagram, it's like almost like no updates or whatever on yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. And then, so if people like knew me from, you know, high school or whatever. What's Brian up to? Nothing. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> and I'm like, which is fine. I you think would, the, that's those are the people you should lie to. Yeah, that's you should I, like just hit them up. You should just DM them one time. Like, hmm. hey, did you know that I'm I'm actually the president of the hair club for men? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like, uh, what if my... your lies are just like kind of pathetic? Still? <laughs> they still <laughs> not suck. even just tedious. They're just like pathetic. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a manager of a. Pet boys. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of my real job, it's I'm like I'm actually a personal assistant to one of the Jonas brothers. It's actually the one that's not famous. Yeah. <laughs> and can't sing at all for some reason, but you know. Yeah. I mean, but you know, he's still you know the Joe Bros. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's still part of the crew. Um yeah, because uh, on my uh Instagram, um, like an ex of mine, like mm-hmm. fo- you know, followed me maybe a year or so ago, and then I'm like She's the same way. She doesn't post anything. And yeah. neither do I. And it's like, oh. And I was like, should I say, like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, oh, she don't give a fuck. Why? I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'll follow you back. And I'm like, cool. You have. You should just blocked her. I'm like, oh, you're married with a couple of kids. Okay. It's a lot of work to make me jealous, but it's working. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, this yeah. elaborate ruse she has of like getting married and having kids. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. It's just a photo shoot. You and ever, then, uh, <laughs> you ever like run into your ex, and then they're like, "Hey, you look good," and then you like look at them, and you're like, "Oh, you look like shit," but you don't say that. You just like, "Oh, thanks." Um, I haven't ran into exes IRL in a long time, which is kind of cool because they like they pretty much just, they just like don't exist. They just evaporate. <laughs> that would be cool done. if after you stop dating someone you could just uninstall them from the simulation of life. <laughs> yeah, you're just like deleting, delete yeah. file, delete that cookie, delete backup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm like, and then I'm like, still too. It's like I have no reason to contact any of them. And then it's like, what? What about to get sex? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> just I, I put them all in one group jacket and go. What are you doing? <laughs> one in a group chat? Yeah. One, one of you's got to take the bait. Yeah, from like 
like girlfriends over like 10 years uh, like i put them all in one group chat and i'm like come on somebody's gotta <laughs> they're like you wondering why i brought you all here today yeah. <laughs> we're doing brian's greatest hits <laughs> uh, you guys are all congratulations you've all reached syndication yeah syndication <laughs> uh hell yeah um oh you know what you know what i was gonna say uh you, do you think the world is a simulation, Brian? Yeah, I'm, I'm the main character. Everybody's just in, <laughs> yeah. everybody's just NPCs. Yeah, everyone also is in, in the simulation. Yeah, everyone's uh, just NPCs. NPCs to me. You got main character syndrome, I, baby. I think so. Um, no, I don't think so. Uh, I, but know, I, I do like that idea that I'm like, oh man. I think it's a fun idea, but it's also like if it, so, the world's a simulation, right? How the fuck would I know? Because I'm in the simulation, mm-hmm. right? So unless there's some clear delineation point where it's like, all right, this was real, and now we're in a simulation. Yeah, I don't have anything to judge it by. So that's just my my thoughts of how the world should be, mm-hmm. but it's not actually based on anything because I'm within the simulation. I only know the simulation. Mm-hmm. I have nothing to compare it to. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and if it is, I'm like, well, that kind of sucks for me like my my that's kind of cool i mean i don't know if we want to respect then you can just kind of go for broke then yeah. you can be like all right i'm just gonna get addicted to drugs <laughs> you don't shoot for the stars you just fucking skydive yeah, just yeah, bare, yeah. You nose just down join a cold just to see what's up <laughs> hell yeah like hey it's a simulation yeah i mean i, I get do-overs where's the like the retry <laughs> screen yeah um started reading a book Oh, that's wow. my first Brian book in literate over twenty years for sure. Twenty years? Yeah, no. I, in high school, I just well, did a book like molest you or something. No, I just you stayed away. I'm like, what the hell? There's no fucking. Uh, I went to the library and it was just me and the librarian. And <laughs> they they uh, took the sign on the outside that said open and flipped it around <laughs> till it said close. If I, they locked the doors. <laughs> favorite author they is pinned uh, me under a pile of books <laughs> gary larson so if it's not a far side it just miss, miss me with that my favorite uh author is the guy who did the bazooka joe comic <laughs> bazooka the greatest joe? auteur yeah <laughs> in human history yeah um a friend gifted me a couple books uh for my birthday and um i'm you know they're from comedians yeah so, uh, sam talents running the light so he's a comedian. He's also wrote. Uh, he's also a big fat guy. He's a big fat guy. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> there's two. There's there's different categories of comedian. Yeah. There's a black comedian. There's big fat guy comedian. <laughs> right. There's unattractive lady comedians. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's his own thing. That's his mm-hmm. own. Yeah. There's you know. There's also on the other side, mm-hmm. hot yeah. male comedian. Yeah. So. About it, about you know, led up by Matt Rife and yeah. yours truly. Hot male comedy. Just a hot guy comedy. What's your style of comedy? Hot guy? Just, uh, I'm just a hot guy. <laughs> just I talk a, about my cheekbones. Just being a hunk. I talk about my cheekbones <laughs> and, uh, you know, being insecure for some reason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a, a friend who's like, talking about, like, oh, you know, he's like, Check out this comedian Matt Rife, and it's just like my. Is your friend a gay guy? <laughs> <laughs> like, like he's like he's he's really funny, and I'm just like, 
You know, you used to get some, like, I'm more oh, judgy yeah. on people's, like, what, like, comedy podcasts or comics they like. And then yeah. I'm like, music, I'm like, you can listen to whatever, I don't care. Well, I think you care more about music when you're, like, a kid. And mm. then later, I don't know, it's just, like, tiresome when somebody tries to tell me about, like, somebody made, like, a Big Bang reference to me, expecting that I'd get it. <laughs> And I was like, just, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know this was amateur hour. Just, the biggest frown on your face. You're like, mm. I don't know. It, that's how you could tell if, if like people who do something think something. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, if somebody who plays basketball is like, hey, that guy's a good basketball player. You're like, okay. Yeah. If like people in comedy, you can kind of get the gauge of like mm-hmm. what uh, is like a better comedy by if they you know, think it's good or not. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, <clears throat> I'm not a comedian at all. And then I, but I, I'm like, I don't know why I have such a strong opinion on comics and comedians and what I like. And I'm like more than music. And I'm a musician to me. I'm like, if for music, I'm like, sounds good. It is good. I don't care. It could be, you know, jazz, rock, uh, K-pop. I don't give a shit. If it's <laughs> good, if it's good, it's good. Uh, yeah. Uh, have, you, but, have you gotten into the new K-pop comedians? <laughs> <laughs> Just going. It is kind of weird. It's funny because all the trauma they have to go through. Yeah. It makes them very funny. <laughs> but it's North Korea K-pop <laughs> comedian. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what uh, if, like, yeah, like North Korea sees South Korea like bust out pop bands and the North Korea is like, oh, we need to We could do that We need too. to do improv. <laughs> <We can> do- <laughs> and then Kim Jong-un's just doing improv. He's leading the pack with the improv group. Yeah, and everyone has to like applaud no matter what his suggestion is. <laughs> it all sucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean when it comes to like comedy when people say like I don't know, usually it's like Oh, who's your favorite comedian? Trevor Noah. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. My my yoga teacher's favorite comedian was Trevor Noah, and I was like, all right, that. It 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 all it almost like never surprises you too. Like how it's weird how like everyone's complaining about this algorithm, like anticipating. Mm-hmm. But whenever people tell me like their favorite comic, I'm like, oh, you, that's your demographic. It's mm. bizarre. Like old people are always like, "Oh, I like Jeff Dunham or some shit." Yeah, and it's like well, he's not really a comedian. He's really more of a, a sex offender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Has he gotten heat around anything? No, or? but it would be funny if he was. <laughs> but he, <laughs> I think his creepiness is only manifested in like puppets. Yeah, right. Because it's like, all right, if you're a puppeteer and also, actually, I don't want to say that because I think one of the Sesame Street guys got in trouble for something. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, but, mm-hmm. you know, I think puppeteer, it's like, all right, you're already creepy enough. You don't want to, mm-hmm. or he's not a puppeteer. He's a ventriloquist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is like, a, you know. That's, yeah, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, and he also has, he already has his hands in enough little people's assholes yeah. as a ventriloquist. <laughs> but he. So, it's like, so he's not quite a pedophile, but it's like kind of close. It takes know? the like, puppet or whatever. He's like a synthetic pedophile. Yeah, that's that's one though, Mike. And then Trevor Noah, it's like like yoga yoga girls, like wine moms. That's like, oh, you you think Trevor Noah is so good, huh? <laughs> and my friend, this is funny. This is actually something my friend said. It's uh he's not funny. He's just is it handsome or charismatic? Uh huh. And I think that's and I can see that with some people. I'm like, oh, this guy's not funny he's just like 
handsome or charismatic. Yeah. It's like the Colin Jost thing on uh, SNL. Don't know who that is. He's like a, he was a guy. He's banging Scarlett Johansson now. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, not, not, uh, should be me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're just going to fuck this tall, handsome millionaire? Yeah. ScarJo, I think, I thought we had a thing. Yeah. Um, well, there was like, yeah, it just about people talk about like, you know, celebrities and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I don't pay attention to much of that. Yeah. Because who fucking cares? But somebody like some <clears throat> uh, coworkers, they're younger, early 20s, stuff like that. They're talking like, well, I think it's kind of cool that like Pete Davidson's kind of like, you know, dating all these like you know, Kim Kardashian Why? and stuff like that. Because, you know, he's, you know, you know, kind of like. You know, an average guy. I'm like, he's not an average guy. He's a fucking millionaire. He's a celebrity. Yeah. It's like, what do you mean? It's like he, like he's, like he's, like punching up or something like that. I'm like, no, he's a celebrity. It's like people say, like, oh, Pete not- Davidson always looks like he just woke up in rehab. Yeah. Like he always has that look on his face. Mm-hmm. It's like his eyes, the bags under his eyes, and then like his like he's got like a he's got like fish lips. Yeah, and he's, he's like a, a fishy looking guy. Well, then that's the thing too. It's like, oh, he's not a classically uh, handsome guy. Yeah, like, but he's also tall, so it's like, oh, you're a classically ugly woman with cartoonishly large breasts. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> no one cares. Like, yeah, they're gonna be like, yeah, that's gonna work out for me. <laughs> yeah, and then, also like status <laughs> is a big thing. Yeah. Status is a bigger thing for people. I think especially for men than anyone realizes. It's like. You can be some like dog shit looking guy who like probably sucks. It's like Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, probably like sucks to be around. He's yeah. probably like not a fun hang. And also he's really like he's really like blocky. You know, like <laughs> he's got like a you know, he's it was lumpy. He's he's like lumpy. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's I mean he's he's really not doing well for like a billionaire, but he's like doing well for like a guy. A guy. Yeah, yeah. As far as like, but it's like just the status, like the idea that this person is more special mm-hmm. than someone else that gets into people's heads. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. You know, I think, yeah, for guys, they're like, oh, you know, that, I don't know, be cool to be like, oh, a millionaire or whatever. But like that, it would, they think that like, oh, well, just the fact that he's not good looking. I mean, he, of course, he's fucking a millionaire, a billionaire, whatever. And like, that's yeah. going to be a huge status thing. It's like, Oh, I feel you know great about Pete Davidson punching up. I'm like, he's not. <laughs> he's, but, anyways, um, and uh, also like, da- who did David Davidson went through like with Ariana Grande? Yeah, with, I, I I like to see like the the trajectory of it too, because by the time you hooked up with Kate Beckinsale, like Kate Beckinsale hadn't done a movie, yeah, in a long time, so that might have just been like a strategy to be like. Oh, see this guy who's been like fucking all the hot, uh, all like the hot women in the mm-hmm. media. Oh, well, let me go bang him, and then people will remember how hot I was. Yeah, and then maybe I'll get. Bo- maybe they'll make another Underworld. <laughs> they'll make another movie. But I think that's a thing I've heard that people's agents would be like, uh, for like any kind of washed up actress or like singer, they'd be like, "Hey, go date an athlete," so that like the, the cameras will pick you up at their games. Mm. And then it's like free publicity, and then you'll do, and then you you see that a lot with like a lot of, uh, kind of celebrities on the downswing. Okay, they just like start shacking up with a with an athlete. Yeah. Okay. But <clears throat> there's a lot of athletes that you just you want to fuck. No, you wouldn't know. Like that, I guess unless they're huge. 
but like say, like baseball players and stuff like that. I don't know what they look like. Most well, that's why you got to date like a good baseball player. Yeah, Kate uh, Upton is married to Justin Verlander, who's like gonna be when Justin Verlander quits, he's gonna be in like the Hall of Fame when he retires. Yeah. Um, but uh, also, I'm terrible reference because I don't really know sports. At all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the third baseman for the New York Mets. <laughs> Dingle Doppelberry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, now this is the thing. You could just lie to me and yeah. then name, make up a guy. Yeah, the new, the new quarterback uh, for uh, the Gotham Knights. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Boner that's Boner some- Skoronsky. <laughs> Boner McGillicuddy <laughs> up to the plate. Dude, some some of the old names were, like, very fun. <laughs> yeah. There, yeah, there was a... <clears throat> there was, like, one guy who just... Yeah, this is, like, dirt, when... Uh, there was some baseball player. He he was a white guy because it was like before they integrated baseball. Mm-hmm. But he just was kind of dark, so they called him Darky. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, and then, his name was like Darky Johnson or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they would just call people racist shit. Like there was another guy whose name was uh, he was like part Indian, and they just started calling him Chief. Okay. They started calling him Chief Bender. <laughs> yeah, well, that's better than Darky. Especially <laughs> <laughs> if you're already like, you're just a white guy who's like kind of swarthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, they didn't think about like, how is this going to age? Or just uh, names in general, let alone nicknames and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do think it's funny, like, naming babies, like, old people names. Like Carl, yeah, like, <laughs> like, like, there's, uh, yeah, so it's like, I, th- I feel like Carl is a name you have to age into. Yeah. You can't just be born Carl, Bernard, <laughs> or y- y- Eugene, and then well, it's like, I mean, I don't know, those ones, I don't know, because they have like, you could go Gene and you could go Bernie, yeah, so you can go like kind of youngish, thing. but there's also some names I'm like, Kevin is like, uh. That always just feels like a child to me. Yeah. A Kevin or like uh, Kenny. Yeah. I think we talked about this, but I mentioned like a Skyler. Like there was an adult man named Skyler. Damn, dude. I would shoot my pants. <laughs> it's funny. It's like, oh, little Skyler when you're a kid, he's running around kicking a soccer ball. And then he's like. You didn't think this through, did you? Yeah. <laughs> he's <laughs> you know, a shift manager at Pet Boys. And he's like, oh, my manager Skyler. He's a real hard ass. <laughs> He's a real motherfucker. Well, I know that there's like there's like bias when people hire people if they have like uh, like really ethnic names or if they, you, know, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I wonder if there's like bias when people just have like really shitty names. Yeah. Just. Uh, but you <laughs> you're like oh like oh I'm sorry, uh, Mr. Gregory. Yeah. Your last name is a is a first name. Fuck that. Get out of here. Oh, pal. that's me, dude. Yeah, last <laughs> oh, name's a first name. <laughs> and then um, be really funny if you had like a first like a like a like a first name for a like a last name that's like a first name, but yeah. then they just gave you like they made your first name like Stanton or something. Like mm-hmm. It sounds like a last name. Yeah. And then I think we had a uh, uh, teacher in like middle school. Where his his last name was was Fredericks and his first name was Frederick. Oh yeah, Frederick Fred Fred Fredericks. <laughs> it's like well, your parents knew what they were doing. It's like I think that rules though. <laughs> that I mean, is it, yeah. It, but especially you you gotta gotta be 
cool for that to win. There's like a baseball player named Willie Wilson. Okay, yeah, yeah. I like that because it sounds like a comic book character's name. <laughs> like Willie <laughs> Wilson, Peter Parker. Michael McMichael. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that one doesn't work. Michael McMichael. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just like the double first name. I'm like, that's pretty good. Oh, you know what I thought of today? Yeah, yeah. You can tell a lot about a person by going through their garbage. Okay. Or like, I don't know. Yeah, I meant that as a joke, but also kind of seriously, like seeing how nasty someone's trash is, uh-huh. right? Like, because there's different levels, right? So I used to, um, I would take recyclables. I'd go take them to the recycling center. Yeah. And sometimes uh, people be like, oh, yeah, you could take my recyclables, too, like my aunts or uncles. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, picking up my aunt and uncle's recyclables. Yeah. And first off, they were all, like, you know, like, what do you do after you drink a can? Oh, set it off to the side, because I take my recycling stuff. Do you crush it? I don't. You don't? But, but I eventually do crush every bottle and can. Uh, and then sort them, and then before I go to the the recycling center. Okay, before you, so you don't have to like you're not doing it while yeah. you're there. It makes it so much faster when you yeah yeah. Just bingo, I, bingo. I, they would just give me a bunch of shit like it was cans like that, but then also they'd be like bit, bits of trash, uh-huh. and then a lot like all of the cans were crusty. Okay, I'm like where did you get these? Like, did you go to the like the fucking public garbage mm-hmm. and get? Like, why is your shit so nasty? And then all the water bottles would be, like, full open. Yeah. And I would just pick them up and take them to the recyclable center. So, I, you know, I didn't mm-hmm. go through them at a time. And then, like, ha- like swear to God, like, half of the water, uh, the the bottles would just be, like, half full. Yeah. They'd be, like, half full and just have water in them. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I, I don't know. I, I feel like if you look at, if you ever at someone's house, you look at their trash. Mm-hmm. First off, if they don't have... Like a bag in it, yeah. Bad sign. Okay, yeah, yeah. Bad sign because like that shit gets so sticky and nasty. Yeah, or if they just have like a brute can in their kitchen, uh, what's that? Like, like Rubbermaid the giant, like the big uh, trash cans. Yeah, they just have that. Oh, just like oh, like a fucking <laughs> like their college outside kids. trash can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, inside and outside trash cans, big difference. Yeah, <laughs> like the idea of just being like. Living like a college student, just having a brute can in the middle of the living yeah. room, just like throw your <laughs> crap like in a steel there. can. <laughs> yeah, light a fire in it for warmth. But yeah, no, 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 totally. It's like even yeah, people's trash when it's always like to the top. I think that's like always like a chore that you're like, God damn it, it's not that. Oh, difficult. it's like my favorite chore, dude. It's so easy. I much prefer. Yes. It's literally it's it's so demonstrable that you did something. Yeah, like right, everyone can point and be like, oh look. You took the trash out. Yeah. Or, oh, look, it's fucking, you right, the trash is, like, piling up. Like, I'll it do it. It smells better. It feels better when you just take the trash out. It's not like washing dishes sucks. That's the worst to, like, one. That is the worst get one. Get into it, and you have to, like, keep on scrubbing a lot of them. Yeah, and it feels like. <laughs> or, like, wiping the candle. Like, anything in tile, like, trying to get in between the tile, the clean inside of it. Yeah. It's just fucking so nasty. Yeah, and cleaning your bathroom. That one always sucks. That one sucks. But it does feel good. You ever, 
Oh, you've you usually like had your own place, or you never yeah, have yeah. like a lot of male roommates. Um, yeah. If anything, it's always like living with like girlfriends or whatever. But yeah, whenever I have like a lot of male roommates, there's just like pubes or, everywhere. Or if I, you know, live somewhere, it's I have my own bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like no, totally it, spoiled. It's yeah. any bathroom you go to, there's just like pubes everywhere. It's like how the f- like am I dying? <laughs> like is is just like my junk doing chemo? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's fucking nuts. <laughs> and then, yeah, where, and then my, my bathroom currently is just me who uses it basically. And so mm-hmm. all the mess is me. And I'm like, man, it's disgusting here. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, you're a dirty <laughs> boy, bro. <laughs> that's all me. But yeah. So. Oh, you know what I, you know what also I saw on TV uh-huh. that I wanted to talk about? This is actually something I saw and I was like intrigued by it. But most of the time I'm watching TV is usually like sports. And then they have all these commercials for all these dumb shows that I never want to watch. Yeah, yeah. That I become angry that they're showing me this. Yeah. Like assuming <laughs> that, right? Like it's almost like if a re- like you're an attractive person and a very ugly like hunchback comes up to you and is like, hey, you want to get out of here? You would like, get the fuck out of my face. That's how I feel usually watching. The fact that like, commercial. oh, that's, that's what I attract. Yeah, just because you think, I don't know, you ever been hit on by like a really ugly gay guy because i've been hit on a lot by gay guys i used to live in west hollywood Mm -hmm. and not like a lot like not bragging but it's also like sometimes it's like frustrating when it's like a guy that's like ugly (laughs) you're like like, bro (laughs) yeah i mean usually it's i guess ugliest has been like older guys where it's like in their 50 gym like 50 or something like that at the time when i was like you know uh, in, eleven years old. No, yeah, <laughs> uh, when I was like early twenties and stuff like that, when I was looking better. Um, uh, one time I went to like a kind of a, I guess it was like a gay club or whatever. It was in Hillcrest. Mm-hmm. I was like meeting up with like friends and coworkers and stuff like that. And then there was this guy who was just so nice to me. I'm like, man, he's really this guy's. You know, he's like, yeah, oh, he's offering to buy. Has no game. You know, like he he's like <laughs> offered to buy me a drink. I'm like, oh, cool, it's just a beer. That's fine. But, but how cool. old were you and you didn't? I was like early, like early mid twenties, something like that. And then yeah. he was talking to me. I'm like, "Oh, so what do you do?" I'm like, "Oh, you know." And then I'm just going and talking. He does the like let me talk like kind of thing. And then it's like, "Oh, I, I play music. I'm in a band." Oh, what's your band about? Why don't you tell me about that? Yeah. What n- instrument do you play? And I'm just going and talking, have a great time. I'm like, I'm like, oh, this guy's totally flirting with me. He's just letting me. He's like, oh, you play music. That sounds really cool. How long have you been playing for? And I'm like, yeah. oh yeah. And I'm like, just like, <laughs> I'm like this guy makes me feel good. <laughs> oh, I bet you guys are really good. You're just awesome. getting free drinks all night. Yeah. <laughs> and then I met up with my friends. I'm like, and I'm like, oh wait, no, I, I gotta go. This guy won't. Like he was, he thought he was like, I'm gonna fuck. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, I got it here. I got a sweet pig. <laughs> so uh, the the reason I brought that up uh-huh. uh, was. You know, usually like, I never want to watch anything. But there was one show that actually looked dope, and mm-hmm. it's like, don't. It's called Never Say Never with Jeff Jenkins. And it's literally just this big, fat black guy who, like, goes around the world and does stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the best show. Just get a big, fat guy. Because it's like, I don't want to see somebody who's, like, really skinny and fit and, and good yeah. looking. You know, oh, I'm climbing a mountain, and now I'm in Thailand eating delicious Thai food. Yeah. I just want to see some big fat guy get excited. <laughs> He's just preferably like some guy who's never been 
like outside of Michigan. Yeah, he's and just show him. It takes him <laughs> an aurora borealis. He takes him an hour to climb upstairs, and then he's like eating poutine while he's doing it. Hell he's yeah. just like this guy's this, this shit rocks. <laughs> just have him live it up, dude. Mm. I was um you know um trying to you know make more time and going to the gym more regularly, mm-hmm. and I just noticed that uh gym I go to twenty four hour um. It's fucking dirty. Tons of like TVs just have the Food Channel on. I'm like, really? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, why? Why you is must, this even? You must go to the the 24 hour fitness and the fat part of town. Well, I think that's like okay. <laughs> I get like people. I'm like, why is this even on? Why? I mean, the idea that there is a Food Channel to begin with, and then there's on the TV at the gym. It's like, oh, it's like people are like, yeah, I'm gonna you know knock out the elliptical and then go fucking. Get <laughs> pizza I don't think or I've, whatever. I think uh, maybe I've seen a couple of those, but I usually just see sports and the the news. Yeah, and then and music videos every now and then. Yeah, there's um yeah some some sports, and then there was also I was watching there was uh, Jurassic Park was playing. Oh yeah, TV, I'll watch like, the movie. Oh, sometimes I'll go back and forth between like a football game and like a movie they're showing on TV. Yeah, but it's weird because it's TNT has this thing now. All TNT shows are like uh, there's like a shitload of superhero movies on TNT, mm-hmm. and I'll like watch them with the sound off, and um, I don't know. It's just it's like weird to see them on TV. Yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense. I'm so used to seeing like shit like that in a big theater. Mm-hmm. And they really look weird. And a lot of them, you could just like, by like, just like reading the subtitles, you can see how bad the movie is. <laughs> yeah. Is it like uh, older ones or even just like more current ones still? Oh, You're it's like, all like current ones. It's all like like DC. Gotcha. Like the yeah. DC superhero movie. Like I, like I was watching, I saw this one when it came out, but I, I was watching it. And they had Wonder Woman 1984, okay, which is like one of the worst movies, mm. fucking ever. <laughs> it's so bad. Like every, I don't know. Sometimes you like watching a movie, you're like, oh wow, that director made an interesting decision with that, like, mm-hmm. you know, with that, with the how he shot that scene or something like that. Yeah, every decision in Wonder Woman 1984 was like made by a computer that you like poured a tab onto you know like you just poured <laughs> you poured like old ass soda that doesn't even exist onto it yeah yeah and then it just like popped out the plot <laughs> points for this movie yeah i'm sure um did you, i heard the was the first one any good or i didn't like it but it, people liked it better okay but they, I don't know, they get like really uh they're really like kind of like f- aimed at like kids only it feels like yeah, like kitschy. I don't know. I don't know the right word. Very tacky. Mm-hmm. But you know, I guess like people, you know, superhero movies are, were super popular. I wonder if they're like kind of on their way out. I think I, f- I feel like it is. Like every I don't know. It's weird. The genres like uh, if you look at movies, like the genres are like they put out a lot of good shit for a while, and they kind of like like westerns. Yeah, like westerns had a moment. And then they kind of went away, and then they came back in, like, the late 60s and 70s, and they were kind of, like, grittier and darker. Mm -hmm. And then, like, if you notice, sci-fi movies were never good until, like, the 1970s. 
like uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey was the first one that like looked good. Yeah. You know, because before it was just like low budget, usually mm-hmm. kind of bullshit. And then Star Wars and then like 70s uh, to like probably the early 90s. Like the last really good one I think was like Matrix. Okay. Like yeah, the last yeah. really good one that I would just say is just like a sci-fi movie and not like, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't really say Avatar is like a sci-fi movie. It's more of just like a giant spectacle cartoon yeah kind of thing but like yeah like genres just kind of come and go that's what i think is interesting about like kind of any like art form or medium is just seeing what genres uh blow up and why and like what around society is making that be popular right now yeah yeah yeah. no um because there was like you know like you said there's like trends of shit yeah it's like think of like the 80s where the big uh, action movies and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah action like, movies got really like ridiculous, and they because before then they were like, you know, they're like limited act. They couldn't really do that much shit with mm-hmm. stunts. Yeah, and uh, the eighties they started doing like really just insane shit. Or even like yeah, there's a Schwarzenegger movie called uh, I think it's called Raw Deal, and he's like an FBI agent who goes undercover, but he's like terrible at being undercover because. First off, he's Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's gonna and stand second out. off, he just like he just gets into fights all the time and like is very bad at being undercover and just like tells people his actual name. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of Raw Deal, he goes to confront um, you know, like the drug dealer or whatever bad guy, and he literally just kicks out he's driving a convertible, he kicks out the windshield. Yeah, and then he just has two AK. <laughs> he's driving with his knees, but he's like also people literally are like perched from a tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with like a sniper rifle, and then he just like fucking <laughs> sprays his AK up in the air, and he just wrecks everybody. Yeah, and like before then they'd have action sequences, but it wasn't like yeah preposterous like that yeah and then there were i mean maybe even got into the 90s too maybe that's when it kind of peaked with uh, like terminator 2 that movie's so fucking good yeah it's it's really it's really well done and and the cgi i watched it a while back again yeah cgi is not too it's like not good but it also they don't use it that much yeah there's like a whole part of the movie where they don't even show uh T one thousand, like they they get away from it because I think if you had sh- if they had shown the liquid metal Terminator like more and more, I think it wouldn't have aged as well. Yeah, it's like the shark in Jaws. Yeah, like if they show it so sparingly that it it seems better than it actually is. Yeah, I remember it not being too because I watched it maybe within the past year or two, maybe last last year. Uh, Terminator two. Oh, Terminator two was on HBO Max, and I'm oh, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is what I'm doing tonight. I'm gonna watch this. And I'm like, this is bad at and like because it was a more practical effects too, especially yeah, yeah. when he's driving like what the semi and he's chasing the. Oh, kid that on one's the bike. good too. But it, I I like movies like that. You can see where there's the stunt man. Uh-huh. Like it's very apparent the guy on the motorcycle is not Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> you can just see like the shape of his face. <laughs> it's a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. That, like they just cast. I'm like, yeah, it'll be fine. Nobody's yeah, yeah no one. Will, we'll just clean that up in post. Yeah, <laughs> you just clean that up in post. Ah, <laughs> uh, but he, he rides the motorcycle instead of like this. He goes. <laughs> He's leaning back. And the stuntman has like a joint hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> he drives a little slower. He's like, yeah. shit. He's a do rag. 
<laughs> just stupid. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of running out. I uh, you know I was, I was just watching a shitload of movies, and and now it's kind of getting to the point where I'm like running out of good things to watch. Yeah, I um I watched something. It had been in my Netflix instant queue, or not instant queue, but Netflix like uh, the DVD queue for like yeah, yeah. years. And it, by the time I watched it, it was about like the Iraq War, but it was I didn't know what it was when I put it on there. But it was like a a live, it was like a film play uh. about the Iraq War that Tim Robbins put together, and it aged really poorly. Okay, it's really <laughs> what like heavy hand. It's called Embedded Live. Okay. And it's just about, like, you know, the Iraq War, and it's, like, anti-Iraq War. Yeah. But an actor, like, making this <laughs> seems, like, so pretentious and, like, <laughs> heavy-handed. There's a scene, and, you know, it's, like, it's, like, the theater, so it's, they, they, they I don't know, it's, like, they act harder in theater, I guess, because it's, like, you're in a... You know, you're in a theater. Yeah. And so they, in a movie, you're like more subtle with your, like, you know, you go, oh, like, and then in theater, you go, whoa, you know, like, yeah. You exaggerate your emotions and facial gestures and, and, yeah, and yeah, things yeah. like that. And it looks really bad. Yeah. <laughs> and it just comes off wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, uh, you know. Yeah. I think, uh, that's the thing that worries me about like making anything is like how is this gonna age? Like this might seem super urgent and super like good right now. Yeah, but who knows how it's gonna look? Uh, I think. Uh, I mean, really, the only like theater I've seen or really like a play or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's a musical. It's like we went together. Book of Mormon. Book of Mormon. Yeah, that was good. That was yeah, that was good. That it was, was the, funny. The South Park guys, and I'm like, yeah, that was that was fun. I saw, I've seen a few other, I saw Hamilton mm-hmm. and, uh, I don't know. I feel, I don't know. I just like watching Hamilton and seeing and seeing like rapping presidents is like, all right, this is a little, mm-hmm. I, I guess like theater, you have to kind of, you just have to like go in with the mindset that it's going to be a little gay. Yeah, <laughs> and you're gonna kind of feel you're gonna kind of feel like a dork for being there. Well, it was uh, funny because like when we went to go see that, I don't think I, either one of us like checked in on Facebook or whatever, but maybe just it knew that I was at you know that theater mm-hmm. watching that play because yeah. like my advertising mm-hmm. just went to a lot of just gay clubs and gay you know events really? on, my, on on Facebook. Yeah, and I'm like, what the hell? And I was kind of just you know riffing like a bit with my a coworker of mine who he's gay and I'm like oh yeah I'm getting all these ads for this and da 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 he's like why do you think that I mean I'm like well I did go to a you know to go see a play a musical with a male friend of mine and he's like that'll do it your phone thinks you're gay now wow <laughs> even like, back then he's like he went with another targeted guy. advertising <laughs> he went yeah back then i mean that's also the most bro-y play you can go to yeah yeah but it's it just play. like the fact that it was a play and musical with another guy and it's just like <laughs> your phone was like what's his name what's his <laughs> name uh, yeah i totally uh fucked up and that really pissed me off so buddy of ours he's starting to date again he's like oh i'm going on you know you know tinder and shit like that he's like oh i've gone on several dates and he's like oh i'm 
And he's kind of almost like he was bragging or just talking in conversation. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I got a date tomorrow morning. And I'm like, yeah. he said it like several times to everybody he was talking to. Stuff like it was like three times, like to different bandmates and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, damn it. I fucked up. I should have said, oh, yeah, what's his name? Yeah. <laughs> and then the bartender just starts coyote ugly. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> everybody <laughs> just starts, you know, gunshots going off. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the best joke ever. Yeah. <laughs> I fucked he gets, up. He just starts riding a unicycle on top of the bar. Yeah. Like shooting <laughs> off guns. <laughs> Juggling and stuff like that. And I'm like, ah, oh, so I totally fucked up. <laughs> like, I'm like driving home. I should have said that. God damn it. Like, I'm just like <laughs> existential crisis. I'm like cold shower, just dark. And I'm just like, oh, I fucked up. I fucked up. <laughs> yeah. But that's good times. We're, we're about 50, 56. Yeah, I think we're we're good there. Yeah, we can, I'll cut out that little part in the middle. Yeah. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode of Off the Rails. I've been your host, Austin, often off the rails and train. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I had a little bit of a stroke right there. I'm feeling some toast. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and uh, X at Austin underscore train. Uh, and you can follow Brian to next year's Burning Man and get initiated into the Illuminati. There you go. All right. Thanks for listening, we'll guys. Later.